Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Thursday, June the 24th. Uh, Wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's grace and God's goodness. It is so good, uh, and I'm grateful that you took the time to uh, be with us today on a feast day. We are celebrating this high feast day today in a special way. This is episode number 323, and it is the first episode that I have a guest with me who is not Aileen, who just says hello. You know, that's that's pretty much the extent I've had guests. On this one, my brother Mike is uh, going to join. He is live. He and his uh, beloved family, his wife Ginger and their kids, they are visiting here from Turkey. We'll talk a little bit more about Mike. But uh, Mike joins us today. Mike, say hello to the to the throngs here. <laughs> wow, this is very impressive. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you all today. So it is a feast day, not just because I'm celebrating uh, Mike and Ginger's and their family's arrival. It is a feast day. It is the feast of St. John the Baptist. Uh, and, uh, and again, remember, we have been going these last three weeks through the Sermon on the Mount. We would have finished it up today. But because it is a feast day, we change the readings up to uh, point to the feast. And, uh, and so when we dive back into our regular rotation tomorrow, we're going to be on chapter 8 of Matthew. But for today, if you'd like to follow along, we will be in the Luke's Gospel, Luke chapter 1, verses 57 to 66, and then 80, okay? So let's break open God's Word together, okay, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her, and they rejoiced with her. When they came on the eighth day to circumcise the child, they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said in reply, No, he will be called John. But they answered her, There is no one among your relatives who has his name. So they made signs, asking his father what he wished him to be called. He asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name. And all were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke, blessing God. Then fear came upon all their neighbors, and all these matters were discussed throughout the hill country of Judea. All who heard these things took them to heart, saying, What then will this child be? For surely the hand of the Lord was with him. The child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the desert until the day of his manifestation to Israel. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So before uh, I hand this uh, lovely microphone, uh, a.k.a. cell phone, over to to Mike and and let him uh, point us uh, where the the Spirit is directing him, I want to give a little background, if I may, to all of you. So June 24th, Feast of St. John the Baptist. Uh, What's going on here? Remember this, and and it's going to point to the Annunciation. So we celebrate the Annunciation. The angel Gabriel visiting Mary on March the 25th. Of course, that makes perfect sense, right? It's nine months before Christmas. Gabriel invites Mary into the plan of God. Uh, Mary says, "Ah, 
I'm not sure what's going down. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, but then says, okay, you know, uh, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Uh, let it be done to me according to your word. And with that, the angel left her. It's that gorgeous uh, verse. And and part of their inter, inter uh, exchange, let me use that. Part of their exchange is the angel Gabriel says, your cousin Elizabeth is pregnant, six months pregnant. She who was barren is is now ready to give birth, you know, at six months. And um, he says, all things are possible with God, right? And and that's part of the, the reason he's saying to Mary, don't worry. Don't worry about the obstacles in your way. I can, I, God can make this happen. Uh, all you got to do is is be open to it. And so Mary learns of Elizabeth's pregnancy which had happened earlier in Luke, I'll say this, and then I'm going to, you know, I, I can babble sometimes. Earlier in Luke, that same angel, Gabriel, came to Zechariah as he was serving in the temple, and it was his turn to go into the Holy of Holies. And when he went in there, Gabriel approaches him and presents this plan as well. And Zechariah, compare what Zechariah says to Mary, and they're not very different. Gabriel might have been in a little bit worse mood that day because he, he silences Zechariah for nine months and Zechariah is struck dumb. Uh, but that doesn't stop the plan from going forward. Elizabeth, who has been barren, becomes pregnant. And so Elizabeth becomes pregnant through the workings of God um, and the workings of Zechariah, by the way. It wasn't an immaculate conception with, uh, with Elizabeth. Zechariah had to say yes to that. Mary had to say yes, learns of Elizabeth's pregnancy. She goes off immediately in haste to the hill country to be with her cousin. Um, and then we get to today. Mike, what, uh, what do you want to share a little bit about uh, this gospel or, or what John the Baptist speaks to you? Yeah, I think, Joe, there's a lot of different things that come into my mind. But, you know, when I think about John the Baptist... Um, I don't know. Everybody's, everybody's different. And so I think probably all of us gravitate toward, uh, feeling some connection to different, uh, you know, people mentioned in the new Testament or, or old Testament. But I don't think there's probably all that many of us that really think, Oh man, I want to be like John the Baptist. And, uh, and I think there's probably a lot of reasons for that. I, um, now I know you've got an, an international oh, audience. Oh, no doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, but for those of us in, in America, uh, you know, I think there's a lot about who we are as a people it, 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 in like everything else. It is a, it is a gift, but it's also, uh, it can be a hindrance, but, but we think so much of that life is always going to go up and to the right, if you will. And, um, and I just even think of this passage that we were just looking at Joe and, and it talks about after Zachariah was born, um, everybody said, you know, all who heard these things took them to heart saying, wait, then, you know, will this child, you know, what then will this child be? Yeah. And they just thought, man, this is, this is going to be an, an incredible man. Yeah. And of course, through eyes of faith, he was, but this is not the great American success story. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, an individual who ate locusts and wore skins and in the desert uh, until in the desert until the day of his manifestation to Israel. That's not in the wilderness, that the outside place. That's not 
what we aspire to be within our culture. Exactly. And so, you know, I, I think it, it's, it is a, John represents a lot, uh, much of an invitation to me, uh, who I've got to break through my own Americanness, which again, our ability to think positively and make goals and you know look for success those are those are are not bad things those are not bad things but they are not foundational things they are not the gospel let's just be honest they're not the gospel and uh and so john's life is a representation of what gospel is yes and uh and i and i always um i'm uh, i'm sobered by john's reality and how he lived that uh, and again, I, you just wonder what, what were those people thinking, Joe, 20, 30 years later? Like, wow, I guess, you know, boy, he had, he had all the potential in the world, but look, what, whatever right. happened to that right. guy, right. you know? Right. Wow. Did, what did they do wrong? Those parents, man, it, what, what were they thinking that they let their child go out there? He could have been so much mm-hmm. and here's what he is. And he ends up on the wrong side of the King's ax, you know? Yeah. 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 And of course, go ahead. No, it's yours. Well, you know, and, and there, of course, there's the, you know, the the thing that comes to mind so often with John, is, is, with John the Baptist, is from the Gospel of John in, um, boy, what is third, third yeah, chapter. third chapter. That's what I was thinking. Uh, when when John's disciples, because he does start to have this gathering of people, because yep. he's, you know, he's yep. speaking with yep. power and, yep. and conviction, yep. and they're like, hey, what's going on there? You know, you're starting to lose some of your people, go in this other other direction. Yeah. And what's John's response to that? Yep. Yep. He says, I must become less. He must become more. Yep. Yep. Again, that is not an up and to the right mentality. That, yep. that is a man who knows his place and wants to play his role well. Amen. Yep. 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 I, I, I love that. It's one of my favorite verses in all of scripture and, and because it's so hard for me and it's such a challenge. And, and, and you said earlier, Mike, before we started this podcast, um, that we live in a culture, it's a celebrity culture. I mentioned Mm -hmm. that on my podcast yesterday Mm -hmm. uh, that it's all about, look at me, let's point Mm -hmm. at me. It's about our ego. It's about our Mm -hmm. fragile selves, frankly, Mm -hmm. if we need Mm -hmm. to keep, you know, um, exalting that. And, and the exact opposite is what John the Baptist did. Mm-hmm. He said, no, don't look at me. When people were coming to him, and, and this was John chapter 1, when he was walking along the banks of the Jordan, uh, it, it was to, I think I want to say to Andrew, he looked and, and pointed and said, behold the Lamb of God. Uh, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. You know, at Mass, we say that all the time. Well, it's John's words as he's pointing to Jesus. And, and ultimately saying, that's who you want to follow. And then he makes it explicit mm-hmm. two chapters later when he says those wonderful words, he must increase as I must decrease. And yeah, very non-culture uh, oriented. Now, I, I didn't say this at the beginning, and I should have. My brother Mike isn't just a normal, you know, well, I, I was going to say, uh, you know, turning a wrench at a, at a garage. And, and I don't want to, that's a wonderful thing. I can't turn around. I don't know anything about turning, you know, fixing cars. Mike is a minister as well. He uh, and his wife, Ginger, uh, are missionaries in Turkey, have been uh, over in Turkey now for 15 years. Uh, and um, just very committed to the gospel of Christ as well. So I don't just turn this phone over to anybody, but this is wonderful. 
Uh, and I just want to give a little credence and base. Mike and Ginger are going to be gone tomorrow, but we'll be back next week. And I want to share a little bit more. I want to have Mike join for the podcast just to talk about his ministry and, uh, and what the gospel means to him. But that'll be for next week. A um, couple of things I want to say. Uh, the first is, is just kind of cute based on this gospel. So I, I wanted to give the background at the beginning because, um, you know, it's, uh, it talks about how Elizabeth, you know, gave birth. And then she, they ask her what the name of the son's going to be. Uh, they don't like the, the retort when she says John. And they say, but they answer to, listen, there's no one among your relatives who has his name. Now, these are the neighbors in the family. Like, they're going to name the child. Sorry, we don't like your name. We want to name it after Zechariah. So, sorry, Elizabeth, John ain't acceptable to us. So then they go to, to you know, Zechariah. And, and the reason he needs to get a tablet and write John as his name uh, is because he has been struck dumb from the angel Gabriel uh, for nine months. And as soon as, you know, so one, I think it's funny. It's like, who are these neighbors? Now, I know it's family. We have to think family in a larger context and, and the importance of family. It was their tribe. Uh, it wasn't just John belonged to Elizabeth and Zechariah in a very real sense. He belonged to the people. Uh, and he did in his ministry as well. Um, and, and so, but it's just kind of funny to our, our sensibilities today. Like the, the people down the hall from Renee and I, what do you mean you're going to name your child Seamus? Of course you're not. There's no Seamus in your family. You're going to name him Robert. That's what you're going to name him. Like that. What are you talking about? Go back to your room. You, 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 okay. You know, get the Braxton Hicks and, and get moving along. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is, uh, Zechariah himself. Immediately his mouth was open, his tongue was freed, and he spoke, blessing God. Remember at the beginning I said we're going to do chapter uh, 1, verses 57 to 66, and then we're going to skip to 80. If you'd look at those verses in between, it's the canticle of Zechariah, and all it is doing is praising God. This is somebody who um, had, his, had his voice taken away. You know, uh, and, and we can look at that in a literal and a figurative way. Have you had your voice taken away? And the first thing when you found it again, are you angry? Are you hurt? Are you victim? Or do you praise God? Because I know what Zechariah did. He praised God. And that doesn't mean it's okay to have your voice taken away. I'm not, I'm not rooting for that. We all need to find our voice. And, and I think in a very real way, this feast day invites us to remember that. This is a man who had to find his voice, but he knew what his voice was for. That he had to decrease as, uh, as Jesus must increase. I'll say one thing about uh, why this feast day, of course, was chosen. I'll hand it over to Mike for any final thoughts. But it's such a great feast day. Um, of course, Jesus' feast day. You know, it's possible Jesus really was born on December 25th. He has a one in 365 chance. Um, it's probable he was not. The early church chose that because he was the one who brought light into darkness, right? And, uh, and they picked the time of the solstice as the sun was furthest away from the earth or the earth and its axis had tilted and in the northern hemisphere anyway. Uh, it, uh, the days were shortest, they were most dark, and they were going to begin uh, as the axis tipped once again for the days to be long, lengthened, and more and more sun. And so that's the idea of how, why they picked December 25th. And of course, as Gabriel reminds us, Elizabeth was six months pregnant when 
Jesus was or when uh, he was conceived within Mary at uh, at the at March 25th at the Annunciation. Um, and so he would be six months older than Christ. And so if you go back six months from Christmas, here we are, June 24th. But again, that same interchange happens. The, the summer solstice just happened, right? Uh, two, three days ago. And now, again, in the Northern Hemisphere, we, we begin our long journey, days shortening and decreasing, and the light is decreasing. And so that's, uh, even as Augustine pointed out years and years ago, uh, time tells us that as well. Uh, he must increase. Days increase around him, but I must decrease. They shorten around me. An incredible act of humility. But, but again, I want to say this. He was someone who had to discover who he was. But it reminds me of that Jeremiah quote, you know, I formed you in the womb. Before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. But I knew you were set aside for something. Just as Jeremiah was, John was. And my friends, you and I are set aside for maybe not, not I, I want to say no less thing because we're, we're called to point to Christ. We won't do it in the way Jeremiah did. And we won't do it in the way John the Baptist did, but we are called and set aside for mission. And just as John the Baptist, we have to grow into understanding what that is. Yeah, Joe, I just want to focus in on that last one of those last words you said, which was humility. And I think, uh, again, a countercultural value. And, um, you know, I've, I've heard it said, and, and many of you probably have, but that humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. And I think, you know, John wasn't like, oh, shucks, I'm, I'm no good. I'm, I'm, you know, it wasn't what he was doing. It is a false humility. Absolutely. And it's, it's discrediting to the image of God, you know, and that he's, that he's put in you. And, and, uh, but what he did is he, again, he recognized, as you said, who he was and what he was called to. And that life wasn't about his life was not about him. His life was about the Messiah who had arrived and to point people toward him. And all of us, you know, need to wrestle with that as well. Um, you know, humility is, is not thinking less of ourselves, but thinking of ourselves less. What, what, you know, who are we called to be and how do we function well in light of who God's called us to be? I live no longer I, but Christ lives in me. I mean, that's... It all it comes back to that all the time. We can't get around it. I mean, it is. We are called to die yeah. in order that Christ may live. And and John the Baptist is one of the best models and points to that for us in what that looks like. My friends, we went a little longer today, but this was a special day on many accounts. We're going to pray. Uh, and uh, again, as always, I just invite you to lift those up to our God who already knows Uh, what it is we need. And so let us begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fourth sorrowful mystery, Jesus carries his cross. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Mike, thank you for taking time to join today. Yeah, thanks. It's been fun to be with you all. And uh, bless you all. Have a wonderful Thursday, and uh, look forward to being back and breaking open God's Word with you again tomorrow. God's peace.